Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tamiami. I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight From The Basement with Tamiami, where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast. And if this is the first time you're viewing it, please do the same. Now, as always, before I even get into today's topic, I got one hot topic to talk about. I'm talking about Monty Williams. Yes, Monty Williams is now the new head coach for the Detroit Pistons. Listen, after Monty getting fired by the Phoenix Suns, I think this is a great move for him. Um, You're talking about the two-time NBA coach of the year. Now, Monty had some, in his four years of coaching the Phoenix Suns, he had some loaded teams and and teams that should have went to the finals. No chip to show for it. But listen, I still consider Monty a very good coach. But now... He's coaching the Pistons, a young Pistons team that he can, like, shape and mold. He can get them the way he want to do it. And um, I'm I'm, I'm wishing him nothing but the best. Um, Again, I consider Monty Williams a very good coach. So I want to move on. Last week on my show, I asked you guys to please insert in the YouTube comments section who you believe was going to be the 2023 NBA champs. And I got several responses that I'm going to read right now. I got a D Marshall. He says, Denver in five. <laughs> Denver in five. I guess D Marshall saying he only giving Miami one game, if that. Then I got a Jay Netterman. He says, Denver. And then in parentheses, he said, see you, Miami. (laughs) Then you got, I got a Drew. I got a Drew Steffens. As much as I want to believe that the Heat is going to win, he states, Denver is just too overpowerful. Just too overpowerful. I think Miami gets the gentleman sweep 4-1. He's giving it to the Nuggets. I hear you, Drew. Then I got a Pat Wright. She says Denver. Then I got a T Black. T Black says Denver. 4-0 sweep. Too big and too athletic. Then we got a Brian T. Brian T says the Mile High Boys will do it this year. For those who don't know who the Mile High Boys are, we're talking about Colorado, right? We talking about the Rockies, right? We talking about the Denver Nuggets. I want to move on to T. Adams. 
T. Adams says he got Miami. He says Miami, they're going to match Denver's outside shooting. Now, we already know what took place. Game one, right? We had Max Roos and Gay Vincent. They were off. Three-point shooting was off. So that's like 20 points right there. Well, if you want to do it times two, that's like almost 40 points that they missed out between 30 to 40 points. So you already know that's not going to happen in the remaining of this finals. So so between Vince and Max, you already know what they're going to give you. So, so, so going by what T. Adams said, he may have a point. But then I got uh, L. Nicholson. He said Denver, period. Then I got an F. McRae, F. McCray says, as much as I want Miami to win, I predict Denver will win 4-1. to one. Miami might squeak out one more game. So he may give them two games. That's Frank McCray, right? Then I got a G. Morton. G. Morton says the Heat, period. And then I'm going to finish off. Well, I got one more before this one. I got a Dewey Does founder. Dewey Does founder, excuse me. The Dewey does founder. He says the Joker and the Mary is just too much. Denver, period. And then last, I got the Narid family. The Narid family. The entire Denver team is well put together with Aaron Gordon being that last piece. So true. Miami culture has been consistent. That is true. The Joker will not allow Denver to lose. He got the Nuggets in seven. So, I mean, just, just to have the Nuggets in seven, that says a lot to the under to the undersized Miami Heat. So, so so I'm gonna give kudos to Miami and we're gonna move on with today's topic. I want to thank you all for your responses, even if I didn't read yours. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Normally, I wouldn't read that many. I think I believe I read 12. And um, due to the fact the NBA season is just about up, right, um, I had to get it in. Um, what a season. I mean, for NBA fans like us, listen, I enjoyed it from the beginning and to the point where we at right now in the finals. So I want to get into today's topic. Today's topic is... Lakers and LeBron's era. Lakers and LeBron's era. LeBron James, being the mega superstar that he is, he has a strong influence on the Los Angeles Lakers organization in his five years. Now, I wonder, during these five years, me being a 1977 Lakers fan, if Dr. Jerry Buss, who is Jeannie Buss's father, may he rest in peace, if he was still living and healthy enough to run his team, would LeBron James have the influence that he has right now? Because LeBron, I mean, he, he, he came into the Laker organization with the stronghold, and I believe he still has that stronghold. So I've always been thinking, if Dr. Buss was living and running a show, would he allow him to have this stronghold? 
He's, he has a strong influence. And um, but I'm gonna get into it later on in this show. But this is a question that I am still trying to answer, and I haven't answered it yet. If Dr. Buss was still living, would LeBron James have this strong influence? So for this topic, I want to introduce my sons to you. I have Corey from the Boogie Down Bronx, my baby boy, and I got Thomas from Houston, Texas, the original Dukester. How are my sons doing? Good, good, good. So good. Good, you good? Y'all good? Listen, listen, I appreciate y'all for hanging out me, hanging out with me virtually in my basement. Uh, listen, I need you two to give me the meat and potatoes because all season long, all season long, <laughs> y'all be giving me the business about this topic throughout the texting and the phone, phone calling. And, 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 and enough is enough. So I said, listen, let me get you guys on this show. It's a family affair right here. So no hose bar. So give it to me. So for my sons, I got six questions for each of you. And I'm starting off with Corey. Question number one, Corey. Before LeBron joined the Lakers in 2018, Lakers were missing in action in the playoffs since 2012. Was LeBron what the Lakers needed in 2018? Please explain yes or no. And please explain. In 2018, yeah, well, you could say he was what the Lakers needed because the Lakers are a winning franchise. And to be out of the playoffs and not necessarily even considered uh, a, a big impactful team in the Western Conference at that time is, is very easy and logical for Laker fans and basketball fans for the most part to be like, yeah, you know, LeBron going to the Lakers is a great, is a great thing. But in all retrospect, okay. it was a terrible decision and it should have never, it should have never happened. I feel like in 2008, we were in the beginning, if not middle phases of a regrowing process and starting all over after Kobe retired. Right. And we had a very, we had a very good young team, young core. Obviously not everybody was that guy, but we had a, a very strong top three point guard to small forward position. And I think if we kept those three together and obviously made some trades or some free agent signings or even some more draft picks, we would have been we would have been right where the Memphis Grizzlies are, is right now, if not better, because we have we are we're a high market. We have the money. We've always had the money. So it would have been no problem for us to sign a player who's still hungry for winning championships and not necessarily trying to create or continue to build their legacy. So it, it, you know, like I said, in all retrospect, it was a terrible decision. 
in 2008, it sounded good. It looked good on paper, but I don't think it should have happened. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that opinion, Corey. Same question, Duke. <laughs> Same question. Can you ask the question one more time? Yeah, I'll mind. ask it. Yeah, I'll ask it. Because I got I got to weigh in on these. Before LeBron joined the Lakers in 2018, Lakers were missing in action. In the playoffs since 2012, was LeBron what the Lakers needed in 2018? Yes or no? Please explain. Yes, he okay. was. Um, you know, it's it's simple. You know, um, the Lakers needed a, a superstar player, period, at that time. You know what I'm saying? It could have been anybody. And my answer would have been yes. Okay. You know, um, um, at that time, I knew it wasn't the right move. Um, I spoke on that, um, you know, um, and 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 like my brother said, in retrospect, you know, um, I, I ended up seeing what I knew I was going to see. I didn't expect to see, you know, the first pandemic ever in my life and to see the first bubble you know, championship in my life. I didn't right. expect that. I didn't expect, you know, that type of situation to transpire. But everything else pretty much happened the way I expected it to happen. Um, and, and so I ended off with saying, yeah, it was the right move uh, GM-wise. Uh, uh, but then again, it wasn't because, you know, if you are a real GM, and you know LeBron's characteristics and traits and how he get down when he comes to town, pause, okay? Um, you would have never picked him up. You would have never picked him up and, and you would have realized, the only thing I'll say about why he shouldn't have been picked up, you'd have realized that filling the shoes of the greats that played for that team before him, right? that pressure, don't mix well with LeBron and, and his legacy. And so that is ultimately why that was the wrong decision and move. Uh, but I, it was a, respect, a respectable move. I really respected that move because it's like, that's LeBron James, you know, not too many teams got to touch LeBron and have them on, have him on a squad. You know, I mean, you have Miami, you had Cleveland, he got drafted there. But but Miami, it, it took Pat Riley to be like a double coach over there to even entice LeBron to come. He had to go over there with Wade, you know. And so, um, yeah, no, it was a dope move to see. But I knew it was all theatrics and it was going to be debunked, you know, in time. And, and that's what's taking place. Okay, so I got, so let me get this straight, my sons. Both of you say yes, but y'all got but y'all got issues with it. Now, now let's go yeah, back yes, to that. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, if yes, if the goal was to bring in some ticket sales. Yes, if the goal was to get back in two thousand in two thousand and eight. Yes, yeah, yeah in two thousand and eight. <laughs> you, you know, we, okay. we we need to have the people talking about the Lakers as an organization. We need to look like we're doing something. Why not pull the biggest publicity stunt and go get LeBron? We got well, the money. Well, listen. Outside of that, basketball-wise, wrong decision. Well, all right. right. Well, well, all right. So 
before LeBron came there, and what they had to give up, they had Julius Randle. Is that correct still? They did. They had Ingram. Is that correct? They did. And if I'm not mistaken, they had um, Josh Hart. Lonzo Ball. I think think Randle left before LeBron got there. Okay. I think he left so, the year before. Yeah, but, but before he came, but before LeBron came, Randall was there, yes. Right. So so the reason I mentioned those guys because and they Lonzo moved, Ball. And Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. Ball. Right. And they and, moved. And Cal Kuzma. And, and Cal, Cal Kuzma. Kuzma. Right. And Caruso. And Caruso. And Caldwell Pope. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Woo! We talking, no, I, I'm only talking about before LeBron got there. When LeBron got wow. there. Who that? Who who? Right. So yeah, Pope, that was everybody they had. Caldwell Pope came right Pope the year there. before LeBron well, got well, there. Well, well, we gonna get into Pope and and, and and um Caruso. Remember, they won the bubble together. So I'm talking about who they had to give up, and who they had to give up to get LeBron in 2018. Right? If I'm not mistaken, Julius was gone. Uh-huh. Ingram was gone. No. Ingram was still there with LeBron. Yes, that's when yeah. him and James Harden got into it. Yeah. So that was angry. He played one season with LeBron. So Ingram played Ball. one season with LeBron. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lonzo Ball was there. Lonzo, right. LeBron, right, right. Okay. All right. Okay. And <laughs> so, these, so all these young guys, they moved on and they doing very well. Okay. All right. So, After LeBron got there. Right. So LeBron. He got rid of him. All right. So LeBron. LeBron, you guys are saying, yes, for a GM standpoint, it was a great move for Laker fans, for paper, all that, for a wrong move, because you know his 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 power structure and how he get down in the teams he want to assemble and he takes over the organization. That's this is what I'm I I guess I'm trying if, to hear. If, if power if power structure is the terminology that Tom Miami would prefer to use, yeah. then okay. Okay. Yes, you got All right. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> well listen, listen, I'm gonna move on because we can stick and stay to question one. I got five more questions. Question two, Corey. LeBron's second season was in the beginning of COVID. And the Lakers won their 17th NBA championship that year. Do you feel like many others, do you feel like many others, that the bubble championship should not count? Please explain yes or no. All right. Can I ask a question before I explain this? Uh, yes. Before I answer the question. Um, were they in the play-in that year? If I'm not mistaken, no. No, no, they were not in the play-in. They were not. They were not. They had a decent year. I, as a sports player, uh, uh, a retired sports player myself, right? Right. I understand. I understand the importance and how much a full season of sports can can take a toll on someone, right? And then when you get into playoffs, that's technically like a whole nother season because the intensity is high, the gameplay is high, everything is just on another level. There's right. literally no plays that you could take off, right? Right. Or games, right? So when the bubble happened, 
it was kind of like a mini a mini strike nba strike they had a few games off they had a few months off things weren't rightfully so things weren't in order for a pandemic like nobody planned for that to happen right, right? so with that being said a lot of teams that didn't make it a lot of games weren't played seasons the season was cut short i i personally wouldn't necessarily count that championship because like i said a lot of teams didn't make the play didn't make the bubble like half the nba teams weren't in the bubble and then that means half the nba games weren't played so these guys had a lot of time to themselves they had a lot of time to uh practice more than your typical nba season so i i really wouldn't count it i felt like that was a kobe had just passed away it was just a weird it was a weird season a very weird season and i think if i was the nba commissioner i would have just ended the season and put the season on hold uh and cuz if i'm not mistaken it was fairly it was fairly early in the season like not a lot of teams had like the the standings were going up and down teams were right. moving well, throughout the well, standings, well so. covid hit shutdown started like in february uh of 2020 right so that was the, the season of it, started right? so, maybe so like october is right so that was like the second half of the season getting ready to start yeah so you know uh, i would have i would have just called it called it a season postponed the season and either started the next year season off with the same standing since it's pretty early or just started off fresh but i personally can't count that that okay. championship okay thank you for that same question dukester same question um i count it for i, I count it for i mean the, the league is a league ever ever since the beginning of the league you know um there, there's been there's been you know players not playing injuries um you know you name it different issues that come into play to where a season doesn't play out the way it normally would or certain team or a player gets suspended for a year you know no, nobody thought they would have saw the uh uh malice in the palace right you know and and ron artest and all of them when they was up in the audience in the stands we never saw that before you know where, where players going crazy and then they was suspended for a whole year Steven jackson you know right right so these things take place over time and you get different they was one of the powerhouses in the east the the pacers you know but then for that year you know now they not there you know how they was you know and so i say all of that to say uh things are always going to happen and sometimes you just got to play on and so i count it as far as the nba system is concerned as far as the nba deciding that they're going to go through with this season boom 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 they're going to go through with the playoffs whoever's in whoever's vaccinated they play boom boom right and here's the here's the lakers they won the ring you know um but i don't count it when it comes to the legacy of lebron you see what i'm saying uh and the reason why I'm gonna keep it 100 hold on that sounded like a real lebron hated comment but i respect it i I hear you let me explain why let me explain why because (laughs) very controversial because it's it is what it is on a like I really don't it, 
the you know when you talk about rings and teams people don't really put so much weight on the rings and the teams they really put in the rings on the weight of the players that got those rings you see what i'm saying when you really bust it down and you think about it like you know you, you talk about bill russell or wilt chamberlain and all these different That's people crazy. you know Steph Curry, you know, um, you know, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, you're talking about the people that get the rings. So it's not really about. So, so when I look at the situation, I think more about the legacies involved. You see what I'm saying? The players involved. I'm never a hater. I, I got way too much confidence. You know, I, don't, I, I love LeBron James on the court and off the court. I'm not in love. I'm in love with him off the court. Pause. Uh, on the court, I'm not in love with his game. I just got love for him. You know what I'm saying? There's reasons for that. But yeah, when it comes to his legacy, man, it I, I can't give him that ring. Okay, I don't give him that ring. The way it played out, uh, the way AD really looked like the man. You know, um, and so yeah, that's how I look at it. I, I think about that. I can't charge that against the NBA. The NBA had to keep doing business. I can't x out the ring. Um, you know, the ring is there. And so when I think about it, it's a ring that the Lakers and LeBron got. I respect it, but I don't. But I, I don't want to say I don't count. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a very yeah. controversial question here. Yeah, well, that's the reason why I threw it out, Corey, because, um, you know, I know you guys and how you feel about LeBron. And then I had to say the bubble, right? And I've been hearing, hearing, so much about the bubble ring don't count. It don't count, right? It shouldn't. I had to sit back and think about it and say, does it really count? Or I'm not a hundred, I'm gonna be honest. This is gonna be right. the first time coming out my mouth. I count it somewhat. I'm not, I'm not thrilled with it. And I see, and see, because you're a real, was, real fan. Right, right. And I think that is the word I've been trying to search for these last few years. Thrill. I'm not thrilled with it. And that's why I wanted my Lakers to win another championship as soon as possible. So we can, so we can, so we can like just forget about the bubble and forget about those people who saying, no, the bubble don't count. They should get back the rings. I've been hearing all kinds of stories, right? But I had to ask the question. I had to ask the question. And, and, think, and see, oh, oh, you got it, Corey, you got it. I think, I think I agree with both, right? And I feel like if, if the Lakers won a championship directly the year after, if they went back, back to back, mm -hmm. then I wouldn't look at, that that bubble ring the way that I feel I wouldn't feel the right, way I, right, I feel about right, it because right exactly it's like this like I said playoff basketball and playoff sports is completely different from regular season there were no fans you had bare minimum fans if that there's no traveling you're going to the hotel and then you're going back to the stadium so all of those factors that play into basketball and sports in general weren't there and mm -hmm. you just got guys basically going to your local five-star YMCA and playing ball with referees <laughs> and it's like getting and, and then to you, do it. And, then you, and you know that the main thing for me was like I really finally because I knew he had it in him 
but I really got to see Jamal Murray really turning up and becoming what I knew he was gonna be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then he yeah. got hurt, and he was one of the real contenders. Denver Nuggets was one of the real contenders at that time in the bubble. Out of out of, out of all of the injuries and people that decided they was gonna decide to be with their family instead of being in the bubble. You know, it, half the NBA wasn't there, like y'all said. And out of the bunch that was there, the Denver was one of those teams. And then Murray mm-hmm. got hurt. And, you know, and so that when you really look at it, it's like, come on, it's like, you know, that won't real, you know, you and, know. and you know, it, and this is you saying it for the first time that you right. know it's not real. Right. Right. And see, this is what this guy, LeBron's career would have looked like if it wasn't for all of these mishaps of things happening or being circumstantial, like him being in the East his whole career. Right. Like if he wasn't in the East his whole career, we would be looking at this whole thing totally different when it comes to him being the king and, and, and all that. I'm not going to take it left. But I'm just or, if saying, the East, like, or if the East was how it is now. Or if the, the East, East was how it is now. Like, you know, like Kobe, I never saw Kobe get dunked on by T-Mac. I saw like he, T-Mac made him fall one time, you know, like but like Jason Tatum, Tatum put his nuts all on LeBron face. You know, like, what if this caliber of, of of play was in the East this whole time? You know, and now he's in the West and he went to the Lakers and it's like... He's exposed. It's an expose. You see what I I'm never saying? wanted to see LeBron in a Lakers jersey. Dude got AD. Dude got AD who, before we started talking about Jokic, it was understood that AD was the best fit, is the best man in the, in the league. And, and then he just got exposed, you know? And so, you know, bring it back to your original questions when you're talking about the Lakers, like y'all sold y'all souls for the glitz and the glamour and y'all should have stuck with basketball. And now y'all in a pit where it's like, you really have to make the decision on which one of those you really want to go with for your near future. Because one is going with the glitz and the glamour of AD and LeBron, and you know it ain't going to work in the bottom of your heart. And then the other is going with basketball. And everybody ain't going to like that move. You know, they're not going to see LeBron leaving. You know, they're not going to be able to picture that as a Laker fan, LeBron being told to leave. That's never happened. You know, you know that you know that ain't happening. You know you that know. ain't happening. I mean, but hey, but hey, listen, listen. Sometimes you, you talk about being a GM. Sometimes... We, we play ourselves and sometimes we play the game the right way and everybody be mad at us. And then we look like a genius later, you know? Like, and so I, I, I could say like, if it was seven, eight, 10 years ago, right? We're in 2020, 2013, 2015 era. If we would've got LeBron and th- this kind of stuff was going on, then I would say, you know, like we can't get rid of LeBron. It's LeBron. But right. he is at the back end of his career. And like Tom said. No, I he's think- not. No, he's not. No, stop that. Listen, listen, please, please. No me, can I explain? No disrespect. Let me, t- please let me speak on that, Corey. Okay, Everybody's got to stop saying this robot, LeBron, is out of shape at the downhill of his career. And all, of, all of these excuses for this guy. Listen. He's in year 20. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows on the timeline 
of everybody else's body 20 years is old, right? But that's not LeBron. This guy just got on national TV after getting kicked out the playoffs and said, I'm still physically and skill better than everybody in this league, 95%. Yes, I don't did. care. I don't care about nobody's <laughs> body when they talking about I'm not talking like about, I'm not I don't, talking about I don't his care, body. I don't care about being able to not do this or not do that on the court. When you say that, we don't get to I'm listening to everything you're saying, Corey. All I'm saying I say anything on we don't statement get to, I just made. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is whatever you about to say, do not involve his body being less than and being in reasoning. Because it's not fair. It's not fair because on one hand, everybody's giving this guy clout because he's got the amazing body that doesn't have any issues. And then on the other hand, everybody's saying he's he's a little slower step. Which one I mean, is it? Like, well, go ahead, Corey. I, I'm, go ahead, Corey. Give, go ahead, Corey. I can only give you my perspective, right? Yeah, so give me your perspective. The reason why I said if we got LeBron in 2013, 2015 era, maybe even when a year or two before Kobe tore his Achilles, right? Right. Injury. Injury, right? If we would have got LeBron then and all of this was going on and we're, and we're losing, we're getting swept in that and this, that, and the third, I wouldn't feel the way I feel now because we got LeBron, and hear me out, Tom, we got LeBron on the back end of his career, meaning at every great player's, in every great player's career, there's not that many players that go through generations of basketball or football, whatever sport it is, right? LeBron is gifted enough to go through those generations. Kobe was gifted enough to go through those generations. Jordan, generations, right? When I say the back end of his career, he's reached that generation. I don't mean that he he can't ball with the best of them. He can't do what he's done his whole career. I mean, he's reached a, a, a new generation of basketball where for one, the game is being played completely different from when he came in and his tenure in the game of basketball. For two, for two, the 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 gameplay is different. Not saying that he can't stay with it and he can't produce the numbers that he can produce. He's putting up 20, 25 a game, right? Cool. What I'm saying is when you watch him play, his gameplay is completely different than it was in 2013, 2015. It is logical to say he's lost a step. Not that he's when when LeBron. In what way is it different? In what way is the game different? He 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 don't have the hops. He don't have the hops. hops. Hold on, let me finish. Certain parts of the game, like certain parts of the game, he can't get up. Twenty years, bro. He's twenty years in his whole career. He's been a high flyer, right? right? So now, not saying that he LeBron has always been a step ahead, three steps, four steps ahead of the rest of the NBA players around him, right? When I say LeBron has lost a step, I mean he is now at not your average basketball player, but he's at your average superstar basketball player's level. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, right, I got what you're LeBron has always, there's been, there's been your superstars and then right. there's been your LeBrons and your Kobe's and your D-Wade's. They were ahead of the your typical superstar, right? Your Westbrook is a superstar. James Harden, superstar. Damian Lillard, superstar. Then you have LeBron, Kobe, and D-Wade, right? LeBron now is in the superstar level of gameplay. Why? Because you have these young cats that's coming in taller, 
lankier, faster. When Giannis came into the league, that's when we all should have known, okay, the NBA is going to be different. When Joel Embiid came into the league, we should have known the NBA is at a new generation. And unless LeBron keeps that step and that explosion that we know he had his whole career, he's going to have to depend on a three-point shooting. Of, he's going to have to depend on his shoot, his three-point shooting and his post game. Right. And he hasn't worked on that. His free throw percentage has gone down. Yes, it has. Yeah, his he's, free throw, yeah. Yeah, his he's free throw percentage yeah. has gone down. He was he was never a good free throw shooter like he that. never Not was, even in the but clutch. he never was. But the thing was, he was the king of and ones, and he only was the king of and ones because he had that that step. He had that explosive step over his defender. He doesn't have that now. He's not getting the same fouls. He's well, barely going to the line. And when he goes well, listen, to the line, listen, he's making I, one of listen, two. Listen. I, respect what, I respect what you're saying, Corey. So, and I so let, me, I'm a, let, me, let, me, let me close off. Let me close off. Close point, it off. Right? Close it off, Corey. I'm saying, all I'm saying is, right, it was a bad decision to get him because he's at the back end of his career. And we didn't do a good job of placing – another player next to him like a DeMar DeRozan if we would have had LeBron or a player of DeMar DeRozan's caliber or a player of of uh just so many great players out there like look at look at look at the Knicks the Knicks are a great team right now and it didn't take them five years to build this team they just went and got one player and everybody and everything is set so we got LeBron on the back end of his career and where he can still ball and he can still do his thing, but he can't produce what he, he can't give us what he gave us going against the Warriors with Kyrie Irving. You I know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. So it's like we, we put ourselves in a bind, like Tom said, because we gave him all this money for five years and we expected him to give us LeBron and LeBron Cavaliers in Miami. And it's like, yo, he's, he's in year 20. That logically does not make sense to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. Thank y'all both. And I know I see I see Deuce rubbing his head. He, 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 He's a great he, player, but he just can't listen, ball listen, the rest of them. We we can go oh, on man, and on. He's not there. It's we not, can go on and up. on, my sons, but I gotta get the question three. <laughs> question three, Corey. After the bubble championship. The Lakers basically dismantled the team. How much of an impact you believe LeBron had in this had in this decision making? Please explain. I mean, this is a pretty. This feels like a rhetorical question to me personally. Uh, he had everything to do with it, right? So we 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 win the championship, right? Right. We get rid of a key play. A lot of people like to talk about. AD and LeBron and what they did, but Kyle Kuzma was the X factor in that in that playoff run and the finals, right? If he's not confident to take those shots that he know he can hit, we lose those games. We don't get past Portland without Kyle Kuzma being confident. We don't get past Portland without uh, Caruso or Caldwell Pope, because we had Danny Green, and Danny Green was a scrub. Right, he was horrible. All the time, terrible. Like, I never seen anything like it, right? And so when you get rid of these guys and you say, all right, we're getting rid of them, as a fan or in a basketball uh, fan 
and just sports fan, I'm thinking, okay, we got we broke the team down. We're gonna go and get players who want to come here and win a championship. LeBron won a championship. Guys see like, okay, he he still got it or whatever the case is. We went and got Carmelo Anthony and and Russell Westbrook. And yeah. it's just like, how can you sit here and ask me, did LeBron have anything to do with this? Of course he did. Well, listen. <laughs> what? I, I'm, his gonna, best I'm, friends. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh in on that. Thank you, Corey. I'm gonna let Tom's, I'm gonna let original Dukes to say what he got to say because I'm gonna weigh in on this. Tom, question three. After the bubble championship, the Lakers basically basically dismantled the team. How much of an impact you believe LeBron had in the decision making? Please explain. I think he I think he had a massive impact on it. I think I think he was the impact. And and I think that is dope to be able to talk about another African-American male who's in a big business like the NBA and can just move things around like that. You know, it is dope. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not no LeBron hater, you know, um, I, I think that that's dope for us to finally see that power being flexed, you know, and, and so, yeah, everything I say about with these questions <laughs> is always going to revert back to LeBron in any type of yeah. way. And it's going to look like, hey, but I'm going off it's of what's fact. taking, right. I'm going off of what's taking place. Okay. And how I know it's taking place. Okay. And the reason why I asked this question is because I keep fighting with it. Because I keep fighting with it to this day. Right? Because I said, all right, the bubble, I said, I'd count it. But I got a issue with it. So I just said that earlier. And then I look at who we had. Right? I look at who we had. Because I said to myself, who we just finished getting knocked out of the playoffs by Denver the Nuggets, right? We had no beef, no height, no real handle for the Joker. And AD couldn't handle the Joker. We 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 knew that. I knew that coming into the series. We knew that right? in the bubble. Right? Knew that, right? And then I said, I said, we had the players who would have, if we would have kept them, we had the Dwight Howards with the McGee's, you know what I'm saying? Along with AD and LeBron, that would have been enough to contain in the whole, the Joker, we had that. And that's why it keeps playing over and over in my head. Why did they dismantle the team with Pope and Caruso, the defenders, right? I look at the Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, and 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 Diallo Russell trying to handle Murray, right? And I said we had Pope, we had Caruso. That wouldn't even have been an issue, right? So we 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 had that foundation. So I said to myself, if LeBron, because people like y'all and people been saying it was LeBron, he wanted. I said to myself, why would he want to dismantle that team? When it when when we were had it on lock, we was we was we in every position we had it strong. No, we didn't have the right coach. It wasn't crazy about I even forgot his damn name. Who I'm talking about, Frank Vogel. Yeah, right. And I said that's the reason why I wanted Jason Kidd to take over before they dismantled. But I said to myself, why would LeBron have an impact? Is that LeBron doing, or was it was it? Polinka 
and 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 um and uh Rampus in the front gotta, office gotta, just bugging. I said, I saw back and forth with that. LeBron says he had nothing to do with it. That's what he says player. a few years ago. Job. But but yeah. I, you know, do I believe him? I don't know. And then I said, then I gotta believe him. Then I, I'm back and forth with it. I'm saying, why would he want to dismantle that? That, that I tell you that, why. Tell I tell you why. why. All LeBron, all LeBron's career, right? His career has been has been the storyline, one of the storylines, major storylines, has been how he makes players around him better, right? He makes these players good, and he doesn't have the help, and he took this team from nothing to something, and this, that, and the third. And right. granted, most of the time, it's true. He does make players better. He's a ball passer. He can do his thing. Cool. On the other hand, that was always like a shot at Kobe for being a ball hog and being a winner and not caring about his his shooting percentage being low at this game. Like he's gonna shoot. He knows his team is trash. I'm the guy to go to, right? So that it's always been a look. We have this ball hog and Charles Barkley and I'm calling Kobe a ball hog versus this guy who makes his team so great, but he's still a loser. He's not winning anything, right? All right. So now we get to, to, to answer your question as to why would he want to dismantle the team? He dismantled the team because he realized he can't make anybody around him good. Everybody around him is already good. They can get better on their own with more repetition and practice and more game time and over over time you get better with experience but he had a young team right ad is already an established great big man at this time best in the league right Right, you got the white howard who is i think he won a championship or he didn't win a championship but he went to the finals so he's a he's well experienced right he's a defensive player of the year he's it's the white howard right you got javel mcgee He's not the great, he don't have the best resume, but he does his job very well, right? You have Caruso and you have Kuzma and you have Danny Green who played for, who got a ring with the Spurs, True. right? So you got Caruso and you got uh, uh, Kuzma and you got Pope. Pope, these three guys are your only three guys who don't have any experience, who, who you can pop, possibly give them some game, but they're good. They, they they are good, right? So he had nobody around him where he could look at and take under the wing like he tried to do with Kyrie because that was their real big issue. He wanted to take Kyrie under the wing and Kyrie was just like, look, bro, I'm already good. You don't have to do this with me. But he didn't have anybody where he could take under the wing and that, I, get, I felt like that messed with his ego and he wanted... He didn't want his legacy with the Lakers to be, yo, he didn't have help and this, that, and the dirt. And so he dismantled the team. He said, get rid of these guys. Get rid of these guys. Let's bring in a Melo who I can help. Let's bring in a Westbrook who I can help. These guys don't have the finals uh, or, or that, that deep of a playoff um, experience. They're good, but I can make them better in these ways. I can help their career. I can help their career. I can help their. But legacy. he didn't. He didn't. He made it. He 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 made Melo retire. Melo just retired two a week ago, two weeks ago. He made. Right. He almost caused. He almost caused, and that stagnant 
ASS basketball that he brought to LA, he almost caused everybody to believe that Caldwell Pope was a bum. Look at Caldwell Pope now. Right. Look at everybody all he, that he plays with this guy, LeBron. Be- everybody that plays with this guy, LeBron, if they wasn't already a Hall of Fame player caliber person, they potential go down. Like, think about it. Why would LeBron, why would they break up the Miami Heat? That's supposed to be a team that you ride until you either got no more money to pay these guys or they just want to leave and create their own personal legacy. You had the, that was probably one of the greatest teams, regular season basketball teams ever put together. They only won three championships. They lost to Dirk Nowinski. And then, and then, why the break first, that up? The first, the first, remember they they lost the first one. Yeah, the dirt. They 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 lost. They thought it was a joke. And and and, and we all saw. It. We all was like, oh, okay. D Wade is letting LeBron carry this one on his chest. He wants to see how the young boy is going to do. Because everybody this past summer was talking about how LeBron is, you know, this and that. Because he went and joined forces with with these big dogs over here, and we don't believe it. And so D-Wade got out the way. D-Wade, man, I got so much respect for D-Wade because D-Wade had a real deal battle going on with Dirk Nowinski on some one-on-one legacy stuff. And LeBron came over and D-Wade put his pride to the side. And he let LeBron lead the way to get them to that first chip. And LeBron ain't come through. And then D-Wade picked it back up the next year and they got them rings. You see what I'm saying? And so, man, I look at this guy LeBron's career. And when you look at his career, you, man, little kid from Akron, all of that, I love it. It's a great story, right? He's one of the best ever. But this whole King thing and what he's doing to the Lakers, what they're allowing to happen to the Lakers organization behind the hype around this guy, Man, it's it's like it's crazy, and and for you to be a diehard Laker fan, you you raise us as Laker fans. Like there's a legacy. That's why I'm stuck on the legacy word, because that's what it's all about for him. It's always been about that for him from the time he came into the league, and you can see it in what he says in press conferences. You can see it in the moves he makes for for certain players to to mold with his build on the court, you know what I'm saying? It, it's all about him and his legacy. Whole time he was telling you he's about making the best play, shying away from having to hit the game winner and making a pass. And now you think that he's this player that just likes to move and pass the ball so you could like him better than Kobe. He was over here doing the math in his head. Well, if I just play 20 years and I get 25 points a game, I'm gonna have all points in it forever. And that's where he at now. And I think it's dope that he had the body to get him that far. He never had no injuries. But Kobe would have did the same thing. Kobe never had no injuries. Or Kobe didn't have to play all the games in seasons because that's what he, the respect he had for the fans to, to, to just not be not playing. You know what I'm saying? Talking about you got to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, my only thing with LeBron is everybody got to stop calling him the king of anything outside of just basketball right now. 
You right, know, so because the king, when, so the king, so that king gets to yeah, you. Yeah, when, when you talking all time and you talking all time and better than Jordan, better than Kobe, better than Will Chamberlain. Right? When 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 Magic Johnson didn't have Kareem to do the hook for him to get a ring, Magic Johnson went out there and did the hook itself and got the job done. Yeah. Well, you listen, know, you know, listen, listen. We're listen, talking listen, about listen. a guy that didn't get a ring and couldn't get a ring unless he was standing next to AD in the bubble with half the NBA gone, unless he was standing next to uh, uh, Dwayne Wade, Wade, who is probably top three shooting guards all time, top three Ray, shooting guards all time, Ray Allen. who got a ring before him, Ray Allen, who couldn't get a ring until he got with Kyrie Irving, and that was the most legit situation I saw him in getting a ring, and then even then, it was like little bro was big bro. Kyrie yeah. Irving was big bro. Yeah, why you know you, why saying? would you leave? Why would you leave Cleveland? Because there was too much ego. And you know what? Towards the end of this guy's career, he didn't got so souped up by the ego that he done tricked himself into going into the West where he know he didn't have no business. Going over to the Lakers, standing in them shoes where he know he didn't have no business. Well, listen, listen. And we seeing it more. right now. Real talk, now real talk. He don't got no business in that Lakers jersey in that arena. Yo, the end it all. Dude gets washed up. Kobe would have never. Jordan would have never. The greats, Magic, they would have never allowed Denver to come up in the Lakers hometown in the Staples Center, crypto, whatever you want to call it. Would have never allowed them to come up there and for them like that, for Odom like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, Who listen, is Jamal Murray listen, now? Do we need to listen, talk about we gonna, Murray? Listen, we're going to get into that in a few. I want to move on because I can see you guys <laughs> ain't going to stop. And I'm only just finishing question three. My bad. Question, question number four, Corey. Question number four. The Lakers have been in the playoffs. Three out of the five years, LeBron has been a Laker. Lakers just got swept in the conference finals by Denver. You guys just brought that up. What should the Lakers and LeBron do from here? <laughs> Please so explain. Let me, let me make sure the math is adding up. So he's been on this. This is his, we going, next season will be his fifth year, right? Well, he's five years in right now. Okay, so when we first got him, we signed for five year contract. I'm assuming five years in right now. Remember contract, we get right? remember we gave him an extension. So we bet right. he right. So the Lakers okay. been in Lakers been in the so playoffs. In five years in five years we've been in the playoffs three times. Three times. That is correct. But I mean we missed the playoffs twice. That is correct. We won the we won the championship in those three times one time. That is correct. Right. right. So we basically one and four. Correct? That is correct. Okay. So the question is, what should the Lakers do? Hey, man. And what should LeBron know, do? I I recall, I recall the, this is one of my favorite errors of Lakers basketball and Kobe basketball. I recall the Phoenix Suns and Lakers saga. Year after year, the battle of the first round. Epic showdown every year, right? And I think that was like a three, four year span, if I'm not mistaken. Something right? like that. And it was always a back and forth. I think this the Suns 
for the most part, had the upper hand and they they beat us out in that series, out those out that era, you know. But I recall that one time when Kobe Bryant said, if the Lakers don't make a move, he wants to be traded, right? Right. And everybody thought he was bluffing. And he was serious. He was dead serious. Yes, he was. Chicago Bulls even looked at him at one point, right? And they were possibly about to close a deal, right? Yeah, and it, and it almost happened. It almost it happened. It almost happened, right? Right. And I say that to say, you know, this is that era in that time. Unfortunately, the Lakers haven't been battling out with a specific team where it's like, yo, these are a rival right now. There's no Lakers in Denver rival or Lakers in Portland. There's the Lakers versus the Lakers, right? right. And you have you have the front office versus your star player. And I've never really even seen that kind of debacle between the two and, and not meshing together. I've only probably heard of it once with Michael Jordan when he first got to the Bulls and they had a little quarrel with with his GM, right? But Jimmy Krause, right? Jimmy Krause, you know, but Jerry Krause, uh, Jerry Krause, Jerry Krause, right? right? So this is this is that era for LeBron. And I think if he's smart, he'll he'll walk away from this team. This and summer, you're saying this summer he should walk away from the lake. I'm saying, I'm saying again, this is a battle between a player, a superstar player, a team leader, and the GM in the front office, right? If LeBron is smart, he would walk away, right? He would walk away, go to he he's still a lot of teams still can utilize him, right? Oh, yeah. He still has some kind of leverage. He'll walk away and he'll pursue his career at another team. Maybe Cleveland, go back to Cleveland or wherever he would want to retire. Do what Michael Jordan did when he left the Bulls and went to the Wizards. Walk away from this team, right? You've had a terrible five years. You went one in four. You didn't make the playoffs for all five years and you got swept. This is not a good look. Just walk away. If I was the Lakers front office, I would let LeBron leave and I would not even let him i would trade lebron i would package lebron with ad and i would say look you guys are still at a high part of your career this is some this is a business move we have some leverage with you too let's go and get some other guys in here and and shake this up because one in four in five years with a hall of fame player and a hall with two Hall of Fame players, I've never seen that done. So you say AD, LeBron, Lakers should package them and, 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 get, and, and get a around. whole new team with just those two. I hear you. See what we I can get. You. See what I we can you. get. Because, you know, like I said, LeBron is, we're in a generation, a new generation of basketball. The rules are different. The gameplay is different. The game, the, the, the style of basketball is different. The Lakers are considered right now in the ice age of basketball. We are, we're, we're, we've been trying to find that triangle offense system. And that triangle offense system doesn't work anymore. And we refuse to go out there and get real shooters. We refuse to go out there and get a real healthy big man. And we refuse to go out there to get a real point guard. 
that is the those are the the, the keys to winning the championship now. There's no longer a big man in a, in a two guard. There is a point guard that has to be there. There is a big man that has to be there. And there is a shooter. We don't have those. We have guys that can play those positions, but we don't have those positions. And that's why we lack. So they need to part ways. And, and you know. Okay. All right. Well, you said a mouthful, Corey. You definitely. Yeah. You've been saying that all damn season before this season even began. Same question, Dukester. Same question. Lakers have been in the playoffs three out of the five years LeBron has been a Laker. Lakers just got swept in the conference finals by Denver. What should the Lakers and LeBron do from here? That's just a basic, simple question. Five years in, the mission needs to be aborted. It's been a fail. Board the mission, okay. The, the 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 King James with the powder in the crypto center, Staples Center, all of that has been a fail, okay. You ask what should he do, and what should the Lakers do, and those are two different things, you know. Yes, it uh, is. Yes, it is. They don't yes, need to is. go together. They don't need to go together. They that's don't why, go together. And that's why you know I separate. That's why I separated it. You know, and so what LeBron needs to do is is what. He his his brand and his heart told him he needed to do, you know, is get up out them shoes, um, you know, because because when they when they lost that fourth game, you know, uh, um, you know, and and I don't even want to even talk about how he so called put up a game tying or winning shot there because it wasn't that, but you know, after all of that was over, you know, he screamed retirement. Yeah, right. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 you know, that was typical what I expect from somebody like him, you know what I'm saying? You know, to 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 you know and, from the problem. Because hold on, hold on, because you know, because then at that point it's like, you know, now everybody not even talking about how Denver just bust them up, you know, and how Denver is going to the playoffs, you know, now everybody's focused on how we might not see LeBron no more. So Typical ego move for LeBron to fake throw out retirement like that. But what he need to do is go retire, okay? Because <laughs> okay. it ain't nowhere else he going to go No, off of that Laker team. That's going to be a better situation where he going to be playing with better caliber of players and potential than an AD and all of this. He's got white boy playing like white man can't jump. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? My man Reeves, my man Reeves, Reeves. Yeah, 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 boy, he is so saucy. I mean, what else does this guy LeBron need? But, yeah, he ain't, it ain't nobody else in the league that can, and this brings the full circle for me with the whole King thing and the greatest ever thing. It's nobody else in the league that can help LeBron's career right now and bring in, because the only help he need is the ring help, right? When we right. talk about LeBron, everything but getting a ring right now ain't help. And so everybody in the league, out of everybody in the league, the only person that can bring him to that ring and secure that ring for him and be that ring for him again and once more is Kobe's ment mentee, Kyrie Irving. They have okay. been talking about Kyrie Co possibly coming to the Co Lakers. You yes. know, and so now this hints that LeBron is paying his PR team to, to make memes and all of this, to, you know, throw hints at, you know, 
Kyrie may come to, I mean, what else do you need, man? You got AD, you need Kyrie too, you know? And so at, at some point for me, it becomes disrespectful to <laughs> the league, disrespectful to the organization of the Lakers, since this podcast is about the Lakers, okay? It becomes disrespectful to Kobe Jelly being Brian, to Shaq, to the Magics, to my to Tommyami straight from the basement, definitely. I mean, if if the people could see a 360 of your basement right now, they'd understand why it's so disrespectful to be disrespecting the colors the way he is. And so, yeah, LeBron needs to pack it up. He got his most points ever, which him and his team, when I say his team, his management team, his agent, all of them, they, they had this plan. They said, yo, we're going to put $2 million in your body every year, make sure you're healthy, and we know nobody can stop you from scoring 25 a game. You got the record. Let's do it. That was in the midst the whole time. The question was, was whether or not, what was he going to do? We talk about this guy's body. Dude just dropped 30-plus points in a quarter against the team that just swept them. What are we talking about back end of his career? What does it even mean? When we're talking about this guy with this body that can't be stopped, you know, it's mental for LeBron. LeBron could have been, he could have been a, he could have been a Bill Russell of our time. He could have been 10 rings up, you know, we, we wouldn't even be able to be no disrespectful podcast about LeBron like this, you know, because he would have had 10 plus rings. He would have had the record still. He would have had all of this, but he's not a winner. He's not a winner. And somehow in the midst of society becoming so soft, you know, the game becoming so soft. You can't even, you can't even call it, you can't even call a, you can't even call a ball-headed chick, a ball-headed chick without being canceled no more. You know what I'm saying? In the midst of all of that happened, we became so soft to where we couldn't call it how it is in the sport of basketball. That dude ain't a winner. And the Lakers, only accept winners. And yes. so he need to go ahead, retire, save whatever juice he got on the back end of his career where he dropping 30 and a quarter right now, not two years ago, but right now against the team that just beat him, right? And he need to save that energy for two years later when his son come up out of the, you know, out of, out of college and, and put his foot down one last time to get him and his son on the same team so we can see that he can he can live that and hopefully his son don't reject that but man i know basketball and everybody on this thing here know basketball well listen and, and lebron he just is not a winner Kyrie, winner steph curry winner kobe jordan magic winners okay d wade winner all right, well, okay. listen, listen, Paul Pierce, listen, listen, winner. Listen, 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 Corey, Corey said, package him. He needs to leave, trade him, package him with AD. You saying, Dukesta, he needs to just walk away from the game. Where he going to go? Where, well, let me no. ask you this. So, listen, at listen. At this point, at this point, and you would have never said this about See, when we when we compare this time frame in LeBron's career to all the rest of the greats, we're comparing him to all of the rest of the greats when they were injured and stuff, right? But let's just take away the injury and let's just say they're at their 
their marker right after their peaks, right? Which is where LeBron is to me right now. He ain't have no decline. I just watched him. The Joker is probably the best big man I ever seen. Okay. All right. Like all around. Okay. I just watched LeBron drop 30 on him and a point guard that can score 50 in a game. Okay. This guy, LeBron, is the, the craziest genetic make makeup in an NBA player we ever seen. Unstoppable. Okay. He got to go. Okay. All he right. got to go. He got to go. Say no more. Run. Listen, listen. You ain't got to say no more. Kobe's turning over in his grave. All right. Well, we ain't talking about Kobe in the grave. But I want to He's turning over in his grave. He's upset. I know he probably is after that sweat. But listen, thank both of y'all for question number four. I still got two more questions. <laughs> Corey, question five. This question is not related to this topic. LeBron started his NBA career 20 years ago in 2003. Played for four teams. Accomplished the following highlights and awards. He broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record of 38,387. Right now, he's at 38,652 and count. He's a four-time NBA champion. He's a four-time NBA Finals MVP, a four-time Most Valuable Player, 19 times NBA All-Star appearance, three-time NBA All-Star Game MVP, 13-time All-NBA First Team. Now I'm going to move on to the NBA All-Defensive and then the NBA Rookie of the Year in 2004. NBA Scoring Champion in 2008. The NBA Assist Leader in 2020. One of the members of the 75th anniversary team. Listen, I can go on and on. The question <laughs> is, the question, Corey, it is, is there any one thing that LeBron needs to achieve before he officially retires, please explain yes or no. So this is a very deep question here, and I kind of have a deep answer, right? Okay. I've recently been uh, paying attention to Kwame Brown, right? Kwame Brown and been talking a lot lately, yeah. Uh -huh. He's been talking a lot. He's been saying a lot of a lot of a lot of impactful. And real things, right? Right. I don't think there's... After LeBron won his first championship, you know, he could have retired. He's had an amazing life, an amazing... Uh, he's done amazing things on and off the court, right? Right. But for the sake of the conversation and question, LeBron needs rings, right? All of these other accolades are cool. But if he didn't have any rings on here, he wouldn't be in the conversation of Goats or Kobe's and Jordan's or any of that, right? Okay. He needs rings. He got four-time four. champ. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. And I say he needs rings because, and I, I don't really care about these championships because of the way he got the championships. When you look at Kobe's career, you look at Jordan's career. 
they fought hard, blood, sweat, and tears. They went through the grimiest of times with their franchise. They built up their franchise. Kobe came into a franchise that was already a winning franchise, but was going through a rebuilding process, wasn't even a starter, took the great Eddie Jones spot, had Eddie Jones traded, fought it out with Shaq, fought it out without Shaq, fought it out after Paul Gasol and Andrew Bynum. Right. And, and you know, when you look at LeBron's NBA championships, it's like, yo, you 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 bounced around and you looked for these rings and you you weren't you weren't uh you you weren't a winner like tom said like you need rings bro and i think the only way he could retire now like i agree with tom he should retire now but for his legacy which we all know he's thinking about in his his career and his image and his ego He'll never truly be better than the Jordans or deemed better than the Kobe and the Jordans because the ring championship aspect is always going to be an important, an important part, right? So I think if he could get himself to six, which that'll never happen because like I still believe he's on the back end of his career and he needs to just walk away. He's he needs to more. get more, he needs more rings. Okay. He can retire now. Yes, he, of course, you can retire now. You had a great career. This, this resume is amazing. I've never seen, I've seen, I've seen something like this before, but it's like. So, 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 so let me get this straight. He'll just be another great basketball player that played the game of basketball and transcended the game if he retires now. But if he doesn't get five to six rings, we, we can never sit here and say, you know, Jordan and Kobe and LeBron. Well, that's my next question, but I just needed to know from you guys, is there any one thing that LeBron needs to achieve before he officially retires? You say really no, but if he gets two more, great. But if you, but, but you're saying if he retires now, he's good. Nothing, nothing, nothing else to prove. That's what it sounds like to me, Corey. That's what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to give you a clear answer right now. He needs another ring. He needs another ring. He That's what he needs. That so what the question is: Is there anything that LeBron needs? To, yes, he needs another ring. He needs another before ring he, before he officially retires. Okay, thank you. Same, but question. it's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Same question, Dukester. Is there any one thing that LeBron needs to achieve before he officially retires? Yes or no? Please explain. All right. Well, you know, I'm gonna try to keep it short. You know, usually when the person asks, "Well, what do I need to do?" Right, it usually come with a comes with a in order to see this or in order to you know whatever right. right? right, and right. So you know, for me, I go straight to hearing the question, and you're like, well, what is what does LeBron need to do, you know, before he retires? And, and the things that ring in my head is well, in order to be seen as the greatest all time, or or right. in, in order to retire and it be respectable, or you know, those types of things, and so. For me, when I when all of that starts registering in my head, it's like, okay, well, you know, you just yelled out all of his accolades, like Corey said, and, and those are impeccable. And and I talked about his body being, you know, a, a, he's a specimen we've never seen before. I expect this. 
I expect to look back 20 years from now. I mean, from uh, uh, look back 20 years and see LeBron's career with all of these accolades and, and numbers, right? Because I mean, look at his body, okay? Look at his skill set. You mix be considered a bust. He would be the biggest bust all time if he didn't knock out a lot of these accolades because of his body, okay? Now, when we talk about like, what does he need to accomplish or does he need to accomplish anything else to be uh, considered the king and the goat of all time, which, which he helped people walk into that thought process, okay? People wasn't just throwing that at him, all right? Let's remember, because before a, 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 you know, a helicopter crash, unfortunately, everybody was talking about Kobe. Okay, it's just until recently that everybody's being so disrespectful and talking about this guy LeBron like he's the one. Okay, um, and so and so to me to be the greatest all time, I was gonna give it to him if I saw him handle this Denver team. Okay, I didn't say that to nobody. I said that to myself. Well, listen, we, gonna, I, we we gonna, we gonna stick with this question. Is I'm there not gonna wait. You said, is, is there one thing? And I'm answering. Right. Hear okay. me out. All right. I needed to see him beat Denver. Be Why Denver? Everybody was like, why Denver? Well, because that's a solid matchup, number one. Okay. That's a matchup that includes greatness, number two. Okay. It's not just any matchup. I mean, Paul George is, is cool. But Paul George is one of the biggest matchups for LeBron in the East his whole career. That's not saying a lot. But Joker and that boy Jamal Murray, that's greatness. Okay. okay. Him going up against that and getting a wing, ring against that, I. So he could stay in the league. And if he want to run it back against the Joker, he's going to have to do it with the same caliber team he got right now, a team that's needs something here or there, but but they got LeBron and AD and they got some supporting cast. And he need you need to get that team over a hump. Okay. okay. So so okay. So. Without oh hold on, hold on. Without his two, without his number two man on the team having to drop 45 in order for them to win. Like okay. Kyrie has to do in order for him to get rings. So, okay. That's what needs to be done. But at this point, at this point, like Corey said, we all know that that's not in him. Well, Corey said, so so. Corey said he needs to get one more ring. You say he needs to get one more ring or? or I'm, what, saying, what? I'm saying I need to see him elevate beyond the characters in front of him. I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. I've never seen it. I'm gonna put it in simple terms for you. When he played against Dirk and he was number one man, with D-Wade, he fell. He did not come through with a ring. D-Wade had to take the show over the next year, and then they got a ring. Hold so on, hear me out. When okay. he played against KD, his real arch nemesis in the league, his whole career, when he played against him, and it was time for him to get a ring against that Golden State Warriors team, and he had everything he needed, he let that man, KD, come down the court See, I watch Kobe Bryant. I, I know that play. I watch. I watch, I watch a, Kobe. Before you, hold on, that I was watch, very crucial to LeBron's career. I watch. I watch Kobe block KD numerous times. Okay, LeBron is the guy with the body and the skill set and 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 all of this. 
right, that Kobe and everybody else didn't have. And I watched KD come up that court on numerous occasions in a game seven for a ring and drop bombs from three in LeBron James' face. Okay. It wasn't about the Warriors being too much better. It was about who was going to show up when it mattered. All right. Kyrie was showing up and LeBron was getting torched. Okay. LeBron was getting torched. Okay. All right. That's, that's (laughs) another segment. All right. All right. And then what other, you said he got four rings. Like you saying a lot. Remember, you just said you really don't even count the fourth. (laughs) Yeah, I said that. So I let's remember. So let's remember all of this when we answer in the question of what does LeBron need to do moving forward, and what is your for to do what to see him as what? What are we talking about? Because he could have retired his first ten years, and we would have respected him. But he's the king and the goat. They saying, and so we have to include that in the in order to, in order to. Well, well, that's and my one last... more ring. It's about how he win that ring, and really, then it's like, dude, I already seen you get bust up. Dirt <laughs> the greats of every decade y'all want to talk about bust them up. Busting them up. Nowinski, <laughs> Dirk Nowinski bust them up for a ring. They didn't just bust them up, and then they got taken out the playoffs later. They in the finals. And he getting bust up by the yeah, great they let, by, by they white let boy. White, they let Jerry Stackhouse come Jerry into Miami Stackhouse Garden and do and, him and dirty. Dirk, and Dirk Nowinski. Jason Terry. Come on, Matter man. of fact, matter of fact, dude <laughs> wouldn't even have the second ring if it won't for, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, uh, if it wasn't for Ray Allen in the corner and, and spared a moment hitting that three, he don't even got one ring. But you know what? This is, so everybody out there know that I'm not a hater. This is how I process sports because it's about these moments and it's about being a winner, right? I, I'm going to look at Jason Tatum the same way later on in his career. Right now, he's going through a moment like that. He down, oh, oh, three. He's about to lose. He's about to get knocked out if it's not for old boy just chipping the ball in last night. You know what I'm saying? He not coming through. He was doing trainings and workouts and foot, footwork sessions with Kobe Bryant, the real go. You know what I'm saying? And right now, he out here telling us that he's sending texts to Kobe Bryant phone, knowing Kobe ain't here no more. Like, he about to show us some, some real magic. And he almost got knocked out. But I'm going to remember, if they go on to win this, it won't really like that. And so you got to count these things against players because it's a part of their story and it's a part of their legacy. You feel me? When Jordan came and I don't care what he did or who hit what shot in the spare of the moment in the past, but when it was time for that buzzer beater on the, on the, on the jazz and he faded and he was floating in the air, holding it at the free throw, right there, boom, and hit it. Bro, it's about that. Well, it's listen. Not about, it's not about when LeBron want to pass the ball to George Hill for a layup, a contested layup in a finals game, to even have George Hill on a free throw line missing for Jr. to get it and look at Jr. didn't even expect that be in that situation. He expected to see Kobe listen, score. Listen, on, listen, come on, bro. I got you. Listen, I want to move on. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> get him out of here. Five. My last question, my God, my last question. I knew you. I thought it was six questions. Well, this is six. This is the sixth. 
Uh, Last question. Having a good time. Corey, since Michael Jordan is considered the GOAT, the greatest of all time, for the last 20 years, who, between Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, you put in second for the GOAT, runner-up? Please explain. I already know where you guys are going. Talk to me, Court. I just gave you in question five some of his highlights and awards. You know, I who I would you put? Like, Kobe like or LeBron? Who who's who's right behind Michael? This is a disrespectful question, and it's getting out of hand, right? Word. And I feel like I feel like you know. <laughs> If it wasn't for the premature crowning and everything that Tom said about LeBron, we wouldn't have this conversation. Like, I'm looking at his stats right now, based on the question you just asked, previous question. And like I said, he has great stats, right? Right. These are amazing stats. But. He don't pass the eye test. Yeah, you just don't pass the eye test. There's more. There's so much more to a player than their stats because for one this is a team sport right? right for two you you just just so much more right when we look at when we look at kobe and jordan i personally put kobe over jordan because kobe was an elevated version of jordan he was a more he was a more tuned up more polished version than jordan based off of when they both came into the nba at different points of their careers, obviously. Jordan came in, he had to develop his jump shot. He had to develop his handle. He was getting, people was stealing on Jordan like like it was a grocery store. Right. Right. Only thing he had over his competition was athleticism and being the the face of the NBA. Like this is, this is, he came into white NBA. He came into the white NBA, right? He did his thing. I'm not taking any of this from Jordan. I'm not taking nothing from him. Right. But when I look at what Kobe did when Kobe came into the NBA, yes, he had to polish up his his jump shot. Yes, he had to polish up his 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 handle. But he came out of high school. He came out of high school doing the things that he did in the competitive environment that it was in the 90s. Jordan did not have this type of competition until he faced Isaiah Thomas and Larry Birds in the late 80s. The late 80s, mid 80s, that's when things got critical for Jordan. And it was like, all right, are you going to step up to the plate and show us who you really are? Or are you just going to be the Jordan that, you know, made the Bulls a better organization to play with and, 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 and be in the NBA, right? Kobe didn't have that. Kobe had to come in and prove himself. He had to take Eddie Jones' spot. He had to battle it out with the early Tim Duncan and David Robinsons in the Western Conference and the in the Chris Childs in the in the in the Knicks of like he had a way in in, in explosive extreme com- competition than Jordan did. Jordan did his things. He won those six rings. I can't take that from him. But I put Jordan number two. Because Kobe was a more polished version of him. LeBron oh, is not even in the conversation oh, for me. Oh, I think I just 
dozed off for a second. You saying Kobe is the GOAT? And then Kobe Jordan? is the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, okay. Jordan. Jordan is the blueprint. Yes, Jordan is the is the is the I made clothes, right? So Jordan is the sample, right? But in anything, every life is about evolution. Kobe took Jordan's game and evolved it. He evolved his game. He didn't have the he he won the dunk contest. He won a three-point contest. You know what I'm saying? We can't say LeBron went to the dunk contest and did those. Like those he are the never, moments that Tom is talking about right. that he we never, that we never, are deprived from LeBron. You never because wanted to be in the ego. Why not? You, who, who was jumping higher than LeBron these days? He didn't want to be. He didn't want to be. And you got to understand this guy. Everything him and his. I mean, his team is impeccable because everything he has ever done and not done from like not having no issues outside the court, like. It's all been on purpose and to protect his brand. But that, and I get that. And this is why I say LeBron would never be in that conversation with, for me. He will never be. He's an amazing player. He, yes, he has the most points of all time, but he never shot in the three point contest. He never dunked in a dunk contest for his fans to see. You know what I'm saying? He always played it safe. And that's not like goat talk. That's, that's like, Yo, he was a, he was one of the best basketball players of all time. Right. But I would put I would rather put I would rather put Carmelo Anthony in that conversation. Cuz Carmelo Anthony did not play it safe. He took those shots. When he had Iverson on his team, he wanted to be the guy. He didn't care about Iverson. When he was on the Knicks, he wanted to be the guy. He took the Knicks out of that slumber of not making a playoffs for years. So I'm not saying I'm not saying Carmelo is better than than LeBron. I'm not saying I would put him in the Kobe and Jordan conversation. I'm just saying that's how much I would refuse to put LeBron in that Jordan Kobe talk, and I would definitely put Kobe over Jordan. So to answer your question of who's the number three, was that the question number three or number two? Number two. Number it, two. Jordan is number two. Okay. <laughs> Which means you LeBron said, is not in the conversation. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> like, listen. Baby boy, you that's said a mouthful. Big gap. Like, come on. Let's think about it. Let's talk about it. LeBron listen, and boy, Jordan. Listen. Baby boy. Hit me, hit me out. Hit me out. It's getting disrespectful because, like, LeBron, I mean, Kobe and Jordan's career versus LeBron's career. And I'm not saying com combine those two. I'm just saying look at what they've done compared to look at what LeBron has done. It's like a slap in the, it's like we're trying to erase a whole moment of history by saying LeBron is in this conversation. Is he number two? Is he number one? What? There's a whole era, a whole lifetime, a whole gen, two generations of basketball that took place where we couldn't fathom seeing basketball at the level, uh, at the high level that it was without LeBron being in the picture. Right. No torch was passed to LeBron. LeBron came in. Kobe was still the number one player in the league. Nobody liked him because he didn't pass the ball. So that made it easier for people to like LeBron and be like, oh, he's just the best basketball player in this. Come on. He hasn't done anything. He really hasn't done anything. With his body, like Tom said, he would be a bust if he didn't have these accolades. He's a bust with four NBA championships. 
that's a bust to me. Facts. Kobe right. came out of high school and got five of them. And yes, we could say, yo, he he had help with, with Shaq, but he proved the haters wrong and went and got another two or three without him. Come on, man. Come on. LeBron just got sweat. He got one championship on a team that's been better than any Cleveland team he's had his whole career. This yeah. Laker team with, with Anthony Davis and the Caldwell Popes, come on, you put that against the Cleveland team? They're sweeping Cleveland in the finals with, 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 with LeBron and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and Richard Jefferson. Like, come on. He's had the help. We just wanted to paint this narrative because when he first came in his first three years, like any other sophomore, rookie, junior in the NBA, you're not going to have the great team. Listen, you baby he hasn't boy, done anything you, you, special, you, you, man. Listen, you said a mouthful, and you're not the only one saying that Kobe is the greatest of all time. I remember Mark Jackson said it on the air a few years back. So I'm not. And I was surprised. saying this before Kobe passed. This is right. because he passed. Right. Just well, what listen, he's done for the game. I, I, listen, he's hurt the whole get, generation of competitors. I got to like, get. LeBron doesn't have host, that power. I gotta get I got I gotta get your brother in this man. <laughs> so same question, Dukester. Since Michael Jordan is considered the GOAT for the last 20 years, who between Kobe Bryant and LeBron James would you put second for the GOAT runner up? Please explain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um Kobe's <laughs> definitely number one all time, you know. Um because uh, it's about the moments and it's about it's about how you get the job done. So hold on, hold on. Before you even start, so you say like your brother. Yeah. Kobe is number one and Jordan is two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it makes no sense for, for it to be any other way, right? Because, you know, when you take the emotions out of things and you just look at these legacies for what they are and what they were, you know, you could clear as day see where everybody needs to be placed. You had you had Kobe who had Jordan. I mean, who had a uh, Shaq, and everybody was you know his whole career up until that point was like yeah like you know them you know them rings came from Shaq. You know they take both of who if you was a Kobe fan and you didn't like Shaq like that you would say he didn't he, he wouldn't have got them rings unless you know he had Kobe and then he went on and got with D Wade and then Shaq got more rings and everybody's like okay and then you know the vice versa for Kobe right and and so what I'm saying is this. Kobe was, but Shaq wasn't the number one man over there. D-Way was, right? And so, and so Kobe, Kobe, right? Kobe got those rings without Shaq, and he was the number one guy, okay? We never saw Jordan get a ring without Pitt. You know, uh, we, we never, we never, we never got to see, we never got to see, actually, we did get to see. Jordan went a whole six years, his, his career, without doing nothing, you know? Actually, everybody was starting to look at him like he was all selfish. You know, Pippen just came out and talked about this. You know what I'm saying? He, Pippen just came out and was talking about how, yo, like, because, you know, you know Jordan's son is dating Scotty's ex-wife, and so it's messy over there in the Pippen and Jordan world, right? And so I don't know if you know, Pops, but, you know, 
Pippen just came out on social media. He was like, yo, this dude Jordan wasn't even really like that before he got with the Bulls and me and everything worked out. You know, yeah. nobody nobody thought he was a good, you know, basketball team player. All he wanted to do was score and 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 he wasn't getting nothing accomplished. And that's a fact, you know, um, <laughs> until he got with Phil Jackson and, and so forth, right? And then you look at Kobe. Kobe is literally Jordan. I mean, like, he's the same person, same game, right? But like Corey said, elevated. You know, dude is fading from three. He's fading from free throw. He's fading out of bounds. Matter of fact, dudes wouldn't even be... Kawhi Leonard wouldn't have a ring if it wasn't for Kobe because Kawhi Leonard would have never had the mental and mechanics to go fade out of bounds on Joel Embiid for his one ring on that Raptors team. That's Kobe. That's Kawhi Leonard practicing with Kobe. I don't know if y'all know that. You see what I'm saying? That footwork that he had to create that space on 727-574 Joel Embiid to fade out of bounds mid-range behind the basket. Think about how many times we saw Kobe Bryant fade out of bounds behind the backboard and shoot over the backboard or finesse the ball right off the backboard. Kobe is by far more skilled and was more skilled than Jordan. And I don't hold it against Jordan, you know, but you can be the greatest chess player in the world and raise somebody else up to be a better chess player than you. That don't take away from your legacy. True. It just means that somebody else now you gave the game to and you handed it off. And, and my brother Corey is right. It was an understanding for everybody that the torch was passed on from Jordan to Kobe. Okay. And we'll worry about that argument. The understanding was we'll worry about that argument of who's better between them later. But it's being passed on Kobe. Okay. Well, the torch listen. was never officially passed from Kobe to nobody. Kobe said all y'all young boys, LeBron, Kyrie, Melo, D-Wade, all y'all young boys, right? Show me who, who's the one and I'll pass it off. And he, sure. he, never, he never got there. We never saw that happen. Kobe he left with technically six, gave Kobe, it to Kyrie. He kind of did because Kyrie was his mentee. And when Kyrie won his ring with LeBron, his first ring with LeBron, the first person he FaceTimed back in that locker room was Kobe Bryant. And he told Kobe, yo, it worked. What you told me, it worked. So, you know, last thing I'm going to say about this guy, LeBron, not even deserving of being in the conversation of top three all time is, when you're talking about the greatest all time, there's certain ways that people don't talk about you. Just off, off, off the base, off the strength. When you're the best all time. And there's people out there right now that, that's in the NBA that are greats of the NBA that played in this time, that didn't play in this time. And they talking like nobody was shot. Shaquille O'Neal said it. Nobody was scared of LeBron. Nobody was scared to go up against LeBron tomorrow night. People were scared of Jordan to go up against Jordan tomorrow night. People were scared of Kobe to go up against Kobe tomorrow night. 
people not scared of LeBron. They know that they might not be able to stop him too much, but it's a difference. Yeah. Okay. And 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 the real last thing I'm going to say is this. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned some earlier, Coke, uh, uh, Corey. You know where you was like LeBron is no longer like up there with that. You know that God like you didn't say that, but that God like stratosphere of player in the NBA. He's back down now to the superstars level. You know, in my mind, my whole life of watching LeBron, I never, I never in my soul saw where he went from being a superstar to the godlike figure, okay? I saw, I, I saw where, I actually never saw where KD did either, okay? These guys, we wanted so bad to see another godlike player like Jordan and Kobe that we were so ready to hand it off to this guy LeBron. And, and he never deserved it. He never won it from us. He never, he never, he never did. We asking all these questions about what does he need to do? You don't talk about the greatest all time like that in year 20. You wouldn't even need to ask that question. So you know in your heart that there's nothing for him to do. Well, listen, I had to ask the question because I knew I was what I was gonna get. <laughs> I know you don't want no no you letters from the Lakers. You guys I know you gave don't want no letters from the Lakers, dinner. so you're being politically correct. But we all know there's an eye test, and we know that this guy, LeBron, he don't pass the eye test for, he passed the eye test for everything but greatest all time. All right, because when you think... want to win a game, when you want to win a game, and you're down two, you are not picking LeBron. And that is what being the best player all time is about. That's what, first of all, that's just a let alone what being the best player on the court is about. True. Let's just bring it down to that. True. Corey, Corey, what Corey, what you got to say so I can wrap this up, man? I was gonna I was gonna touch on the this the superstar out of the stratus era. And I think, and I agree with you, like it's hard to it's hard to depict when he got out of the regular superstar. Uh, group and became like God level. Right. I'm saying he never. I'm saying he never. Hold on. To be clear, Corey, I'm not trying to cut your wisdom. I'm saying I never saw where he left the superstar and elevated to the God life because him as in his tip top shape, whatever y'all want to call it, that's when he was the end of Cleveland and over in Miami. That was when he was in tip top shape and we were seeing him flying all over the place and all of that. I he would have. He would. If he would have beat he, Dirk, if he would have beat Dirk, that is what would have put him in God like. He lost to I Dirk. Think, I think. I think what would put him in this. It, it kind of goes into what we've been saying all day: the premature crowning and everything. Right. And it may sound crazy, but I think his God level play and not being in that superstar realm was when, kind of like his when he kind of first got to the NBA. Like he exceeded what the typical superstar in the NBA was doing at that point from his battle with the Pistons to his battle with the Spurs. Yeah, he lost, but once he, it, it's kind of like a decline. Like when he got to Miami and he lost against Dirk and then everything transpired after that with his career, he kind of went from, yo, like Piston LeBron, Spurs LeBron right. to regular superstar caliber player. And 
he's always been the high at the at the peak at the top of the superstar list, but he's still in that realm. Whereas right, players right. like a Jordan and a Kobe, you know, you got your you got your superstars, but they not they not messing with Jordan and Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Listen, this guy LeBron is not even messing with the the when you talk about best player all time, he's not even messing with because it's all a sham. He's not even messing with my guy Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is in top three to me. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking about a winner, you're talking about give him the ball and let's win this game. That's what it's about to me. It ain't about the fact that this dude opened up a school out here. It's not a it's not about his sneaker sales. It's not about his body. It's not about all of these things outside of winning. That's what it's about. It's about winning. Tim Duncan is in there before LeBron. You feel what I'm saying? Man, it's crazy how... Listen. Come on, man. Listen, come on. listen. We can you go might need on. a part two for this. You man, might need a part on. two. Maybe I need to do a part two like Corey said. Yeah. But listen, I got to end this show, fellas. My sons, I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me in my basement. My God, I knew I was going to get it, but I knew I was going to get it this much. To my viewers and listeners, please continue to check me out on YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on the streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify. Also, please remember to check out the Dewey Does Foundation that is fighting childhood obesity, which helps support youth sports, fitness, and health at DeweyDoes.com. Plus, check out the Evenflow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit EvenflowCoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in the pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time, take care.